Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you were going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. Probably the biggest one I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we will, or I guess I should say Robbie, will see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days... Are you going to be there one more time? Uh, we're going to be there the 22nd to the 24th of March. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Let's be cops. People actually think we're cops. <laughs> Please freeze! Oh, oh, that was awesome. Oh, wow, what do we have here? Today's a training day, Officer Hoyt. Good chance to give you a little taste of reality. You think you can handle it? I will do anything you want me to do. Will you? Let's see. They build jails because of me. Judges have handed out over 15,000 man years of incarceration time based on my investigation. Got today and today only to show me who and what you're made of. You hear me? You go first. I'm really too old. No, you go first. I'll kill you. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. Let's get in character. I'm so interested in Big Man's wife. Well, he's going into town, Florida, and he asked me if I take care of the wife. He's gone. Take care? No, man. Just make sure it's a good time. Make sure she don't get lonely. Hey, Robert. Hey, Marvin. You know the difference between me and you is? What's that? I make this podcast look good. Okay. <laughs> this week we're doing uh, Men in Black on uh, the, uh, the, the, what, the partner complex. The partner complex. And uh, go go ahead. Give your spiel. Go nuts, Robert. Give them all the facts. Throw all the numbers at them. Tell them all the big names. I'm going to. So this is Men in Black, 1997. This film was released July 2nd, 1997. The synopsis, a police officer joins a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrial activities on Earth. Now, just get into the weeds of, you know, industry stuff really quickly. Uh, this is in the middle of the historic run that Will Smith was doing. Every summer he was saving the world. Yeah, he uh, had Independence Day. He had Independence Day was before this. He had, um, this was, um, this was after Bad Boys 1, but before Bad Boys 2. 
Um, and you know, it was a lot of heavy names associated with this project. You got uh, Amblin in there. Amblin Entertainment actually surprised me, which, which uh, surprised me too. It means that technically Steven Spielberg produced this, which technically means that uh, MIB and ET may take place in the same universe. Correct, correct. And for people that don't know, uh, Steven Spielberg owns Amblin Entertainment. That's his production company. Oh, it, made a, a, you know what amazing 90s cartoons they made? Uh, I think they did uh, Beetlejuice. They did Tiny Toon Adventures and The Animaniacs. Okay, I did not know that. Yep. Um, so also, did you know that Steven Spielberg is in this movie? I did not. And George Lucas. In this movie. We'll get to that. Let's, okay. get, let's get rolling. Okay. So um, it opens uh, with this long, drawn out, which yeah, you don't get anymore. With the bug long, and everything long, like you that. You don't get a lot of long credits in movies like that anymore, as far as I see. No, you don't. It's like seven minutes of this thing. Yeah, with the bug just zipping around, you're just kind of like, what is the deal with it? And then it ends with the splat on the windshield. Yep. Um, then you know um, they're, tra- they're transporting the aliens. Yep. Quote unquote. I don't think you could do that joke today. Do you think this movie would have been made today? I think certain parts would not be in it. Maybe not the NYPD joke, or maybe not. What the, I? What the, do you mean? I am half the man you are. That's fine. That's fine. You could body shame old white guys. That's fine. Oh, okay. That's fair. That is yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. Because, uh, but I mean, like. The the whole thing was great. Talking Spanish to him, the guy obviously didn't understand Spanish because he's not of this world. Right. Uh, the cops wondering, hey, what's going on? What's what's uh, what's Division Six? INS Division Six. Yeah. What is Division Six? You meet Kay and his old partner. I forgot his his note yeah, his, his letter. Yeah, I, I can't remember it either. Um, and then the the whole stars gimmick um still gets me to this day. Looking up yeah. in the stars, and he's like, "Hey man, it's not you know, just I'm, I'm tired." That whole thing gets old speech, and it was just good stuff. Um, this movie, and I wrote it here, is uh, is disgusting. Okay. Um, Gransky, not to talk about anything specific before we get into the movie deeply. Okay. But I don't know how eight year old Marvin was allowed to watch this movie on VHS over and over and over. This movie is disgusting and super violent it has some sexuality in it no, Spe- no, no, no. especially when the when the cat's in there and they're in the morgue and you're like oh we're gonna get all that and the bug is down there but, but i feel like that but that's 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 more i feel like you can get away with that like on a sitcom at the time like that one wasn't terrible i was like if you know you know but she didn't say anything overtly sexual it's in her eyes but 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 I I I don't mind eight year old Marvin watching that rather than 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 a guy getting his skin ripped off by a bug alien. Well, you don't see anything graphic. A, a guy's head gets blown off. Multiple guys' heads get blown off. Okay, so um, you know they. Uh, but it's just it, I was trying to eat cereal watching this, and there was just goo and guts everywhere through this entire thing. Okay, it was pretty disgusting. Oh no, I I agree. I agree. Um, so much death. A lot of people die. Yeah. Okay. What about okay? So then we, okay, we'll jump ahead real quickly in a little bit. So um, uh, we we meet uh, who's gonna be uh, Agent J. Uh, Will Smith's character, James Edwards, James Edwards, chasing it down. I had a question here. Why does every outfit that Will Smith wears in this movie, besides the Men in Black uniform, look like he's on a pit crew at NASCAR? 
I don't know, but he did didn't match everything correctly. No, he was, everything was Biggie, and it was all it was all like jumpsuits. That was, was the style jumpsuits. back then. It's 1997 I back know, then. But it was out of hand. Like I feel like that's just. How old were you when this movie came out? Uh, yeah, eight years old. Eight years old. Okay. I know you're like 27. I get it. Yes. I mean, that's the style back then. It's the welcome back to the 90s, right? I guess. Um, so um, we get we get through um, the chase. He chases an alien. The gun gets thrown. Gun gets broken. Disintegrates, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. A lot of these a lot of these effects actually hold up pretty well. Right. Except for that that running up the wall. That wire running up the wall was kind of. Eh. Um, a lot of situations where there's no way that Agent J would be that fast to catch this guy, especially this guy jumps off the side of the, of the bridge. Uh, Agent J doesn't know if he's going to jump or not. He debates it, sees the bus coming, jumps onto the bus. The bus is going the opposite way. He has time to land on the bus, get off the bus, and the guy's still like in the proximity. That guy will be seven miles away. Gone. Super but welcome cool. to movie magic. You know that. Now I want to pause for a second. I know you want to give some stats. I know you have the opening weekend. I do. Go ahead. Go nuts. I mean, uh, the budget on this thing was $90 million. That is chump change. That is an independent movie now. In today's economy, yes. yes. But back then, you could get Will Smith with $90 million. Opening weekend was $51,668.45. I probably said that wrong, but mm-hmm. it's basically $51 million. Um, How old were you when this came out? I was, I was, yeah, I was eight, yeah, I was eight. No, nine, uh, eight, nine. Is Probably point. 11. Uh, when it came on, July? Yeah, I was, I was nine. I was 11 years old when this came out. Um, how did you like it? Or did you like it? Uh, the first time I, uh, I mean, I like it. It's a nostalgic movie. You can never go wrong with Men in Black. I mean, I feel like. So it's not on any streaming service. It you really have, is you not. You buy it. Yeah, I had to rent it. Yeah, or, or that. I, I yeah. rented it on Apple TV. I, I found a DVD. I found my old DVD. But then they were like, oh, when I was looking for this, they were like, oh, it's going to be on television this day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not waiting for this. I'm, I'm gonna not re- watching this with commercials. No, yeah, I know, right? So I had to rent rent it from Apple TV, and I watched it like that. That's I should have just bought it. Bought it. You but, probably should have just bought it. But then, it's one of those movies that I'd buy the DVD. Because, because I want because the, the, the behind extra the scenes features and behind the scenes. That's why pe- people buy DVDs. Well, they used to buy DVDs. Even in today, you and I would buy DVDs. It would be have to be something. Okay, it have to be either a deep, deep cut like a TV show that like only I like. Okay, like for example, I'll say, um, Cedric the Entertainer had a sketch comedy show on Fox for one season. So Cedric the Entertainer presents. Nobody I watched it. Do but remember me. that show? I feel like I'm the only guy who watched it. Oh man, that's going and, back. And, and it'll never happen again. And I said, "Oh man, the DVD came out like years later." And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab this because it'll never be brought up again. It'll never be on a streaming service." Yeah. I I pro- I can I can 100 believe out of like 500 Facebook friends, I'm the only guy who owns it. Who do you think owns the rights to that? Uh, Fox. It ran on Fox, but I don't know who the production company was. I have to, I have to look into it. But I'm just saying. But for example, like you've never thought about it again before I brought it up. Have you? N- no, I remember when it was airing. I remember the promos for it, but I haven't thought of it since. And I said I'm gonna buy it just because it's one of those things where like it'll. If I don't get it now, I'll never get it. And. Nobody else will have it. I like rare stuff like that. About Kindred the Embrace. You you don't even know what I'm No, about. I do. It was an old uh, vampire show. They had vampire clans. And a lot of them were like, uh, a lot of the actors were 
just starting out, but now they're big time actors in it. So it, you it on that? I do. Uh, but the DVDs were super expensive because they only did one season of it. Yeah, so so there you go. So I mean, I would buy. I don't think I'd buy, but I, I don't think there's a movie out within the last ten years that I'm like, I need to own this DVD. Maybe that's come because everything's usually on streaming. Or maybe it's just because like you can kind of like find out everything on your own now. But the the problem with streaming is you don't get that deep dive. Well, you get it on the Disney stuff. They usually go like, here's our movie, and then like a few weeks later, they'll or when usually when like when the movie goes to movie theaters, when it goes to streaming, they usually release it and the making of. Okay, I did not know that. Um, but I say I say this. I'll say maybe maybe. When the price goes significantly down, I may buy the Infinity Saga, like the giant Thanos box set. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's a piece. Like, like you know, you used to buy like the big coffee books for the table and stuff like that. Yes, something like that. Where like it's a piece, and and the box is like spectacularly designed. Right. And if I ever decide, okay, I'm gonna show my daughter everything, which she ain't gonna give a fuck about. <laughs> uh, we'll watch it. But outside of that, I don't know. See, I think you will value this. The reason why I like DVDs and I like watching the making of with the commentary on because it's like a two hour film school. You're not wrong. You get in the director's head, the producer's head, why they did this shot, how they set up this shot. And that's how I kind of learned how to produce films. No, there, are, there are dozens of films that I've never even watched it. I just watched the behind the scenes of the DVD. Right. Um, I, I must have I'm, I'm telling you I could probably quote till this day every line from the commentary of Freddy versus Jason okay I, Sammy and I just watched that the other day like I, I probably can quote every line of that director's commentary and I know all of the stuff by heart I, they even had a in the DVD they had like a making of like magazine that you like flip through like really I did not know that I read everything in there that's cool see that's what I think people should do these days that extra mile oh they had a magazine that's cool magazine is like you watch on the TV like it's a magazine you digitally flip yeah that's cool I know you know producing it and doing the menus for it and everything like that it's probably eh they probably didn't quick back in those days. Not, but. I mean, I, I, I made a DVD when I was in high school. So this is like maybe 2005, 2006. I made a DVD of stuff I had done and I put a menu on it. And it was like, what, what program did you use? Uh, it was something through Apple. Cause at that time I was, you know, I did everything. I did all the editing through final cut and I forgot Apple, Apple DVD probably. And then they let you do it fairly easily. Yeah. I, mean, I learned something because I had messed up. Now this is going to be a little tangent real quick. I shot some stuff and I guess at that time when you use final cut, if there was any space on the timeline, mm-hmm. it would black out the entire thing. So let's say you got like me and you have a fist fight. And before I hit you in the face, I left a cut in there where there's just nothing on the timeline for even a millisecond. Yeah. If that's left and that renders that way, the whole thing's blacked out. You get nothing but the audio because the audio isn't cut. Right. And there's some stuff that's on that DVD that I can never watch because it's just... This is Final Cut 7. 7, right? Probably whatever. Yeah. 2005. Yeah, this is Final Cut 7. Just wanted to tell everybody that. So, yeah. So, I I, I never used Final Cut again. I've been an Adobe boy ever since. I I was Apple certified for Final Cut. Get out of here. Yeah, I did it at school. And then that actually helped me get my first job in in Hollywood. Uh, You know how it was... The two, it was Apple and it was another editing software before 
Avid. Avid, yes. Those were the two big editing softwares. I didn't like Avid, and I was I like, Avid. it became Adobe. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's Adobe now. Oh, there you go. And so Adobe kind of bought it and ran with it, and now we have them today. So that's where that's at. But when I was out there in reality television, it was Final Cut and Avid, and I was Apple certified in Final Cut, and they people liked that, and they were like, oh, yeah. If you're going to go in the filmmaking business and you're in college, do an internship. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. Definitely help you out, get doors open. Um, so moving along in the movie real quick. Um, so um, they chase him. They bring him to the the, the the guy throws himself off the roof after a couple of little one-liners from Will Smith. Uh, NYPD knock your punk ass down. Uh, and and the eyes blink. Uh, we'll get we'll get that fixed. We'll get that we'll get your eyes fixed. Don't worry about. It. We'll get both your eyes fixed. <laughs> that fixed. that you have to admit Will Smith's humor in this is great. It carries the movie. No, you're not wrong. I feel it. like Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith have their humor balances because, each other Tommy out. Tommy Jones is the driest guy ever. And it, and it's even almost, it's almost weird to hear him laugh after the neuralization and they're at that Chinese food restaurant and he's telling the end of the story about like, and then she said, that's no food, that's my cat, whatever he said. Yeah, he's right, like right. And you're like, this is a really uneasy scene because right. he's laughing and he doesn't laugh at any point in the rest of this whole movie. Right. And um, then he, Will Smith's kind of like, where the fuck am I at? What am I doing here? He's <laughs> like, you gotta, you can't hold your liquor or something you know like that. The, you know what the evilest part of this whole thing is? After all that, neuralizing him, he made Jay pay. That's why he said, thank you for the egg rolls. And he made Jay pay. That's fucked up, isn't it? I, you definitely catch things I did not catch. Uh-huh. But you're right. Um, so I want to say, um, so after they have their meeting and... He kind of gives him a like the, the back up for a second. Wouldn't you make somebody else pay? You have a neuralizer. Wouldn't you be like, oh, I'm definitely gonna make somebody else pay for my dinner? Not if I'm funded by a corp. Not if I'm funded by an entity. Don't that, lie. That, that Don't owns, lie. You would too. That owns that owns the patents to Velcro. You would too. Um. So um. Just uh. Real quick, they go to they go to G spot. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to put about this in the here. Rolexes. Okay. So talk about film school. Okay. This is filmmaking one on one. Okay. I can condense. A lot of things that are wrong with a lot of films on this scene that they do right. Okay. So G says he doesn't know, blah, 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 blah. A case that I'm going to blow your head off if you don't tell me, blah, blah, blah. And blows his head off. Google's everywhere. Right. True filmmaking is having his head grow back. And when his head grow back, there's enough goo still in his hair that his hair is slicked back when, the, when, the, when it grows back. Okay. You know how many people... Billion dollar corporation missed that part. Would have missed it. And his head would have grown back the exact same way, or just a slimy face. No, I agree. Especially in today, the little things. Because back then they they did those little things. They went the extra mile. Now everything's all digital. I mean, I'm not saying that wasn't digital, but something that would. But the fact that when your head grew back, you made sure okay, slime went everywhere. Obviously, his hair is going to be slicked back with the slime. Right. Uh, this is little stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, gives him the, the business card. You know, after neuralizing him, says, be here, blah, 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 blah. Um, now, this is now back to the farmhouse. Guys in there giving his wife the business, just giving her all kinds of lip. Right. And, you know, nothing. The spaceship here, nothing, crashes. Nothing's pulling his weight here, but that truck. Smash. I did not notice it was Vincent D'Onofrio, even though I read the credits. And I said, Vincent D'Onofrio's in there? Who the fuck Vincent D'Onofrio play? You didn't and, know that? And then and then Vincent D'Onofrio comes out, 
gets eaten, body gets taken. I said, oh man, I'm going to start writing down every Marvel reference in this. Okay. So the movie was produced by Marvel Studios because it's a Marvel Studios comic. Right. Uh, Visit Navio goes on from playing this role as Edgar to playing the Kingpin. That is true. Um, I'm, we're going to get to there, but I'm going to skip it just for this one reference point. They make a Captain America joke when uh, Jay goes to the little testing area and takes like the friggin' little test. Uh-huh. And the guy goes like, what are we here for? And the guy gets up and goes, because you're looking for the best of the best of the, the best, best, sir. sir. And it goes, look at what Captain America has over here. And he says the little Captain America yeah, reference. Right, right. And I was like, oh, there's a lot of little Marvel references in here. I like that. That's right. Okay. Anyway, so um, Edgar gets eaten, gets the body, sugar water. Um, I thought, and I, this is me having seen the movie Hundreds, I haven't seen the movie in like 20 years. But when I did used to watch it, I used to watch it over and over and over and over and over and over again. But I swear, I swear this sugar water thing has a bigger payoff, and it didn't, and I was pissed. Because he was out of breath. That's why they did it. I mean, he was out of breath, and he, did, and, and, he, and he drank the water, but I thought like it would come back bigger than just right. being like, oh, and he asked for water, sugar water. Not juice, not lemonade, not that. And they kind of like, it's kind of like set out, and then like, don't you think and it's. And then K, K kind of goes, sugar water. Huh. And but I'm like, I feel like if you, but my argument is this, it's not a big payoff because if you cut that moment out where, where she mentions the sugar water and Kay just goes outside and does the dirt analysis like he does anyway and gets the green light, he knows the bug regardless. Right. So, so the sugar water was no big, it was a creepy moment, right. but it was no big payoff. I was so pissed. I thought, I, thought so I, I was like, I swear this sugar water thing comes back somewhere bigger towards the end and it didn't. No, no, that was it. I was like, darn. No, absolutely. I think it they did that for the audience specifically. I guess, but do insects like sugar water? Is that like no? That's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I figured. Yeah, they attracted to a sweet thing. So yeah, I mean, why didn't you just eat the sugar? I I don't know. I don't know if it needed it to be liquid form. But no, I agree. Um. So yeah. So big ups to Edgar for not killing the wife, even though he kills everybody else. Why do you think he didn't do that? I couldn't. Do you, do you think he was like, oh, she's not a threat? I'm not because now you got me thinking if, if he killed any other female the entire movie. Right. No, absolutely. Did you, he kill any female? No, the 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 more girl he could have killed her several he times. Said he's, he could have killed her several times. Said he's going to eat her, but, but nev- think, never I did. I don't think he brought violence like legit violence against any, any female, female the entire movie. The men he did, but oh, he killed a bunch, bunch of dudes. Of, yeah, when he's getting trying to get his tow truck, and he's like, guy pulls out that gun. He's like, don't don't no, mess with me. The is, I'm surprised they didn't show that, and they didn't show the guy falling off the building, but they showed this dude eating his friggin' bug equipment. And I'm like, that is graphic. I have nine year old Marvel should not be watching this. Put the put the thing down his like, throat. Was, I was like, that was probably one of the more graphic. I'm like, this is just. So would you let your child watch this? No, no. And this is me going like, I love my mom, and my mom was 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 strict on certain things. Uh-huh. But for the most part, she's like, okay, it's a Will Smith movie. She's gonna let me do what I want to do. Right. And she's not thinking about it. And, right. And at the time, I didn't think about it, but as of watching this, having like been away from it for so long. Watching them, I'm like, oh, this is fucking violent. Like, I would not watch as if my kid was at the house. How long has it been since you've watched this movie? From from beginning to end, not like clips here and there, like from beginning to end. Yeah, start to finish. Ah, oh, man, at least 15, 20 years. Wow. Because, I mean, like, cause I watched it, like, so heavy as a kid um, and in my early teens. 
but I'll say probably like <sighs> as it came out in 97 I probably hadn't watched this in maybe 2000 I, okay I'll say I probably watched it one more time to get prepped for the sequel but once the sequel came out I never watched it no I agree and then the sequel I've only watched once uh, they bought and got the DVD and then watched it maybe like twice other times. They've put so many other things in this franchise. They have like international MIBs and I, everything I like that. I've heard it. So and just, watch it. but it had Thor in there. So, so I can understand Marvel Marvel Studios producing this. I can understand why they they, they casted him. I, I, I have to check see if they even produced that one. I don't know because the argument would have been if Marvel. I can. I don't know who owns the rights. I know Marvel was involved because it's a, a comic from Marvel Studios, right? But I don't think they own the rights to it. That's why that movie didn't come out through Disney or any subsidiaries of Disney, the international one. I was surprised that this movie was shot by Columbia Pictures. Yeah, but there's a lot of people in bed with each other back in the, those days. Now it's more like these people do this, these people do that. Yeah, Columbia Pictures was. Big back in the I day. Think Columbia still might, whoever owns Columbia. I think somebody actually acquired Columbia, and now it's part of a conglomerate. Columbia Pictures is owned by Sony. Imagine that. So, Sony, there's a book out there called the The Hijacking of Columbia Pictures. I definitely recommend like that's the people behind columbia pictures i do remember this now that how sony acquired columbia pictures it's a really a good book like underhanded a little bit or no i I, it's just like how they did it like it was very conniving it's um how uh, the redstones acquired um paramount if you like that kind of stuff Mm. you'd love this book the hijacking of columbia pictures (laughs) All right, so uh, to move forward in the movie a little bit. Uh, so next day, uh, Jay shows up at the, you know, Tunnel and Bridge Authority, mm-hmm. walks in, giant fan, guy reading newspaper. What's up, Jeebs? Hey, I got this. Elevator. And goes to the elevator, comes down, um, um, you know, goes into the, the training, little training area, which is weird because you notice when you walk in the first time, it's a training room. Mm-hmm. Second time he comes in and it's an elevator. Right. But the most inefficient elevator ever, because why would you have that little platform at the end of the elevator and then go down so slow? But anyway, right, right. I digress. Um, the the room is obviously a test. Clearly. Uh, they this guy the best line the whole, the favorite line the whole thing is when he drags the table over and looks at the guy. That and, is a great. And looks over and I'm like, you want in on? We want in on exactly. <laughs> Um, and it's just so loud. Everybody's like having trouble wa- sitting in those egg crate seats and they're using the side to try to fill out the task uh, and everything. And so they move on to the gun range. But don't um, you wait a minute. Don't you think that was a test too? what people would do? The table was part of the test. I believe everything was part. I think the pencil was part of the test, the fact that people are trying to write and try to figure out how to write was part of the test. Who's going to figure something out? Right. Who's going to make life easier for themselves? To yeah, do and then he pulled the table over and was like, oh, you want this? So He's uh, the only one that was like, oh, let's do this. But then again, I don't know because they made it sound like, they made, they made it seem like he might have done everything wrong and then, but then, but then Zed went to, to K and was like, "Are you sure about this guy?" He's like, "Yeah, he re- he he did this other thing in this other scene. Don't worry about the last three minutes you've been watching." So I'm like, "I don't even know if he was even right about it." It was funny when he went to the. He has, a, he has a real attitude problem. That's what you he know, was he saying. A problem with authority. Problem, yeah. He's like, "So do I," and I'm like, "Okay, cool guy." 
Um, but to get to the gun range, I want to say this about the gun range. It was the most unsafe thing I'd ever seen for you to have like seven guys crunched together, just firing guns at your flickering lights. At well. How did nobody Boom, die? boom. Like it's, it's boom, boom. Everybody just shooting different angles, pointing different ways, and all these guys are way too close together. There is very dim lighting in this thing. I'm like, oh, this is super dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I felt like the, the line of uh, why he shot the little girl was super quoted on the playground after everybody saw this movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I, I, I'm never going to stop loving that moment. Like, little girl, little white girl in the ghetto, dead at night, monsters everywhere, carrying those those physics books. physics books. Those books are way too advanced for her. She's up to something. Exactly. I was like, okay, cool, cool. So he gets them in. Um, um, they say, hey, everybody, you guys are great. You guys are the best of the best. That's what we're looking for. Come into this other room for his eye exam. We all know what's gonna happen there. Yeah. They walk out. Uh, uh, Kay gives the synopsis of basically how the MIB came to be. Um, I'd have to. I wanted to go back and double check the years that were given it because because it, it seemed like okay. So was Jay was just was Jay the astronomer. I mean, was Kay the astronomer or was he just the guy who went on the wrong road? He was the guy that went on the wrong road. Are you sure? Then why do you have flowers? To give to to give to the girl, the one that he's always dialing up in the computer, like. Oh, you made that. You better. So yeah, that's he was always checked up on her because he gave her up because he's part of the MIB. That's part of his fifty-three that's year their coma. coma. Exactly. That's fair. And then, uh, I mean, he's like, you look, you get that tall man flowers. Yeah, that was all right. I hate how they redcon that some parts of that in the TV show and in the third movie. They start like adding people into that uh-huh. who, weren't, who weren't mentioned there in the first movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they mentioned Jay's dad at some point. This part of that and everything. Um, what well, so, could have been a broader scene? We only saw a snippet of it. I think you see it though. Uh, I know you see it. I know there's a whole episode of the t- the TV show about it. I didn't they, even know that there was a TV show about this. Shut up! I'm serious. Shut up! You saw the animated series? No. So this is your first time hearing about this? Yeah, I didn't know there was a... More an, shit. An, it was like MIB. big on Kids WB. Like, it was big. Like, people know. No, I did not know that there was a Kid uh, MIB mo- look, cartoon. Look, Rob, look me in the face right now. You telling me to my face. Yeah, I... you did not know that a Men in Black cartoon series ran for, like, three seasons on Kids WB from, like, 97 to, like, 2000. If they had it... So you've never seen the intro or nothing? Nothing. Oh, you got some stuff to see. I, I, You're talking about the cartoons and everything, and I'm just like, I don't know. That wasn't part of the assignment. Uh, but look, we're going we're gonna to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to show him some stuff real quick, and we'll be right back. We'll take a pause. Hey, family. I'm back for season four of the By Ashley Danny podcast. From reviewing my current reads to personal growth topics to novel writing, you are in for a great new season. Join me every Saturday starting October 7th through November 25th for season four, part one. Make sure to open the pages of a book and go on an adventure today. See you then. All right, and we're back. Um, in that time, I've shown Robert the intro to the 1998 Men in Black cartoon series that ran on WB for like three or four seasons. My life is complete now. I can't believe you, you never complete seen this. me. 
I thought for sure, like I thought everybody it, knew this. This is full circle. This is so, a moment right now. So you now. must have not been like, like you must have liked the movie, but you wasn't like deep into the movie. I liked Men in Black, but I didn't even know that they came out with a cartoon. Well, everything came out with a cartoon back in the day. And that is but it's, it's, true story it's right one, there. It's one of the things where like, kids shouldn't have been watching this movie so why are you making a cartoon about it? Same with like I feel about like RoboCop and like Ghostbusters and stuff. So like these are like rated R movies. So I do you? I think, I think this might have been like P, I think maybe like PG thirteen maybe. So you think the cartoon was violent as well? No, cartoon was a cartoon. Very it, dumbed down. It, I wouldn't say dumbed down. It just wasn't as adult. You're not gonna hear a lot of those same adult jokes. There's not a lot of sexual humor. Uh, it's obviously animated, so the gore factor is a completely different ball game. Because it's on live TV. That's why. Well, because on TV period, the kids are watching. It was like, it's probably like Y7 or something. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, it's so, I thought it was so weird back in the day when they used to take these, like, hard R rated, like, 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 for them, like, like, Robocop. And yeah. I know no kids were supposed to see this. Right. Here's a Saturday morning cartoon about the thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is true. The only way, the only, the only thing that went the other way was the Ninja Turtles cartoon was first and then the R-rated movie came. So I remember watching the Ninja Turtles cartoon. And then the movie came out after. I remember watching Conan the Barbarian. The cartoon. The cartoon was first, yeah. The cartoon. Um, the Gummy Bears. You want to just list every cartoon you've ever seen? And I'm, I'm, and uh, Transformers, I want to say. Probably around the time, 87, 88. Yeah. And those, that's where I kind of stopped. There's no way. Because you're only, what, four years older than me? But I I mean, I didn't get into, I wasn't, I'm not a big, back in those days, I wasn't a big animation guy. Nowadays, okay, I would be so, like, oh, let's okay. produce this thing. Okay, so then, okay, so then I got to put it where, cause a lot of cartoons you named were like late 80s. Mm, no, I'm really showing my age touching now. Yes, yeah, so, okay, so, so 10 years old. It's like three years old. So you're like what? Like you're eighty three, eighty four, eighty four. So it's nineteen ninety four. What are you watching? Uh though I mean I know uh, big movies back in there. Like Liar Liar was out. My dad hated that movie because I would go around quoting every line that Jim Carrey would say. Uh, funny thing is, is Jim Carrey got me into wanting like to act. <laughs> I was like, I want to do with that. I want to be him because it looked like. I would see the behind the scenes stuff in the movies and I'd be like, they get paid for this shit? That signed me up for that. That's what I want. How do I do that? That's fair, I can't argue that. And so from that point on, I was just like, I was the kid taking my dad's video camera out, shooting movies, writing scripts, doing uh, movies with my sisters, getting people from my church to do movies with me. And then I started taking it seriously and went to school for it and now look who we are today. I mean, I think this is different. I think because you're more of a movie guy, I'm more of a TV guy. Yeah, I would, because, it. well, think about it. TV or movies were bigger back then. I don't know. I mean, just the people they had there, they had bigger no. budgets. We're talking about back in the day. Uh, okay, I get it because prestige television. Wasn't, but, but I think I think it was, TV wasn't as it is but, today. But, but I think the argument was was more about like okay. This TV, my TV shows are on essentially, especially because like towards 
towards the middle to end of my childhood, like cable was like serious, serious. You're right. Um, like, so essentially like if I wanted to see a show, I could pretty much just watch it or I knew when it was coming on. I watched the TV guide and see what's coming on and TV, TV was, guide. was constantly a thing. Right. Where <laughs> movies it was, okay, well, if somebody else wants to see it and will take me, or if I or if I think of or if I, or if I think a movie will be good because of who's in it, like I go, I like I got outvoted because I'll give you a hundred bucks. You can guess the other movie that came out this exact same weekend is a kids movie, a network uh, based off a network IP, I, cable yeah, I, network IP. I cannot even tell you. I got outvoted by my cousins to go see. Can we cuss on this or no? Yeah, fucking Good Burger. I do remember that. And I was like, like, who wants to see Good Burger? Who wants to see Men I think in Black? it's a little late to ask. We've been cussing this whole time. I didn't cuss. Yeah, you've cussed in this whole time. I did not cussed this entire time. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, okay so I, want, I want the producer to go through this and tell me I will. cussed before this moment in this podcast. I will. But anyway, so um, I got outvoted and we had to go watch Good Burger and I didn't get to see Men in Black in theaters, but I was a big Will Smith fan because of Fresh Prince. True. Uh... And and Independence Day. Do you re- so you brought up Fresh Prince, right? So back in the day, I was really young. Do you remember Fresh Prince box cut? I remember everything. Yeah, I really wanted that cut. Why? And I walked into a barber shop and I with a picture of Will Smith and I was like, I want you to do that. And he was like, Bro, you don't even have the hair for that. But I was so young at the time, I was just like, You wanted a whole S curl. I, I don't know. I d- number one, I don't know why I don't have the hair for that. Number two, Wait, I think. Because your hair doesn't stand. But I was, I was very at that point in time. I was very disappointed. And I was like, no, I want you to do that. I don't care how what you how you do it. But but I want but that. You would have had to like, I don't even you had, hair. Back in these days, like Harriet the Spy was big. Rosie O'Donnell's show I was do, there. I do remember Harriet the Spy. I didn't watch Harriet. Uh, that was probably. I'm gonna say this. That's probably one of the few <laughs> movies that I ever realized what a what a second act was. Where it's like, oh, this is where. The um the friends are having fun and there's a call to action. Right. In that call to action, the hero either rises to the occasion, uh, or 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 shrinks. And when they shrink, their friends usually go away. And then what happens? She does something, snitches. They find her journal, or whatever, and all her friends went away. It like that's why the first movie I went like, oh, I see how these things are structured. Like I didn't know what I was looking at. The act structure. But I kind of go like, but I, I, that's why first one I'm like, oh, and I started noticing other shows where it's like. Here's a guy I'm supposed to follow. Here's a misunderstanding. Here's where he's by himself, and then his friends comes back. Which is like, keep going. Like that's like every kid's movie ever. I'm trying to think back in those days. The hottest, like I know, the Rosie O'Donnell show was going on. It was all right. Uh, but she was on daytime talk show host. Like she, she had are, the are big. You about other daytime talk shows? I'm talking about the Ricky Lake show was on there. Jerry Springer, uh, all that. You had, uh, J- uh, J- Jenny, uh, J- Jenny Jones and Mari. You were not the father. That was before that. That not the father stuff happened like late '90s, early 2000s. If that, like, it was like it was like once in a while. It didn't become his thing every week. Yeah, but I'm just I'm letting people know that he was there. I mean, he was part of the Where are you going with this? No, I'm just trying to Think bring back you... the time, like what was on television at this time? Oh man, on television, television 
Uh, Fresh Prince had just wrapped up in 96. You know, Fresh Will Smith was broke when he first did that show. He didn't start making money to the first or the third season. Did you, do you believe that whole um, house party was written for, for, for Will Smith and, and Jazzy Jeff and uh, and Fresh Prince was written for uh, for Kid and Play? Huh? That's a rumor. And I don't believe it. Stranger things have happened. Only, I only the only I don't believe it is because I don't feel like jazz played a big enough role in Fresh Prince for it to, to for it to facilitate one of either kid or play being that much of a second fiddle in the grand scheme of things. No, I I understand. What did, what did you like better, Fresh Prince or Kid and Play? I didn't even remember. Kid and Play was just before my time. It's probably like towards the the beginning of yours. Martin like, Lawrence was in there, and I think it's funny because Will Smith and Martin Lawrence did Bad Boys together. I'm saying, uh, I, I my thing is I don't, I didn't get into House Party till I, till I was in my teens, and okay. I was like they were running it on HBO, and I was like, oh, I've heard jokes and stuff, and I know the dance because every black person knows the dance. So, is that like part of your card? Yeah, um, yeah, of course, of um, course. So, <laughs> so it wasn't until then, and then, and then I got in, I started watching it on like HBO, running like all three back to back on HBO for like a few months I just kept watching them and then I bought them on DVD and I've watched them ever since because like Robert Harris is hilarious in it and there's so many other people who aren't kid and play are just hilarious in this Full Force is hilarious uh, just all the cameos of people who would go on to these big amazing things are in there, when um, when the Fresh Prince was on there was such a like a minute show like you know it was big everybody was like Will Smith and everything but the people that Sprung after they. I, don't, I argue this is the opposite because um, Uncle Phil went was had already been big in other stuff, and at the time that Will's preference was even running, he had already been doing Ninja Turtles for like seven, eight years. I forget. Wasn't he, he Splinter? Was, he was Shredder. He was sh- yeah, and Shredder. He, and yeah, he'd been doing voices for years and everything, and would continue to do that for years until his passing. Um, Karen Parsons did a little stuff. She did like Major Pain and different things, but it was whatever. Um, the mom was damn near blackballed till recently. What, uh, what, there was some beef with all that. Yeah, that's their business. Um, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro had already done uh, Silver Spoons and nonstop Michael Jackson stuff. And he even acted since he was a little ass kid. I, I would argue Will Smith was probably the only one who, I mean, in the grand scheme, long term, really benefited from that. Besides, everybody else just eating off of the nostalgia of it. Will Smith was actually at a house party at some executive house, um, and that's how they came up with the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No way, they already had that. In N- mind. No, he I, was I, at a party with. Uh, I, I think they already had the idea, and they didn't know who they wanted. And then, and then at, when he was at the party, they were like, "Oh, we want you to." They turned the whole like thing into an audition. Yeah, I, and I, then because I don't, I don't think they wrote it for Will Smith. Then they. Uh, it was Quincy Jones. They were at Quincy Jones's house. And then his attorney went out to the, from the story I've heard, that went out to the limo to actually write the contract up. Okay, that makes sense. And so Quincy Jones actually put Will Smith into this. So. Because I'm, I'm only, my only thing I'm saying about the fact that I don't believe that they wrote it for Will Smith was because, like, Will Smith was already, like, in his 20s. No, true. Absolutely. And he was was playing in early high school. Remember, he doesn't graduate till like season three or four. That's true. 
So I'm like, I don't, I, I think that they might be like, okay, we got this short list of guys, we want to do it, and then they they run into Will Smith party. He's super charismatic and charming as Will Smith in the '90s is, or late '80s is, and they, oh man, you're the guy. What do you mean that guy? That that nightmare on my street guy? Yeah, that guy. That guy. That guy. Which is still low key my favorite Will Smith song. How did the show end? How did it end? Oh, that they sold the house, and then that's that. That's where you get that that clip of, of Will Smith just looking at that empty room with just the rug. He's like. And then cuts the lights off and leaves. I forgot about that. I for I, I mean they sold the house to the to the Jeffersons. Do they really? Yeah. That's pretty funny. I did not know that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of television references in that show. Um, they don't even argue with it. Like those are the Jeffersons. Um. So well, back to uh, anyway, men, so in, uh, men in black. Max men in black. Max men in black. Uh. Uh. So basically. Let's see what I have in here. Um, gun range is crazy. I love how they show the mini, the mini CD. Like, oh, this is gonna replace CDs, and it's just just a smaller CD. Uh huh. That was a funny gag, especially when you look back and remember. You remember those pop clip things? Uh huh. I was like, oh, he he's making a joke on that. Yeah, like, right, those, right. Those didn't come out for another three or four years after this. Oh, okay. Might be there before their time. Maybe some aliens. Um, Maybe. Okay, so now we got to the the cameo part. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I'm a nerd. So, and I hadn't seen it in years, and now I know more because I'm an adult now. Right. When they got to the port, like, oh, we monitor all these aliens. Everybody you see on That's the screen That's right. Is an he alien. was on the screen. He was in the top left-hand corner. You're right. And George Lucas was second to the bottom on the right. You're right. And I You're was, right. And I said, I said, I bet money Robert didn't notice. I, looking back at it, I'm just like, you're right. He was on the screen. Michael Jackson was on there. Um, uh, Sly Stallone was on there. Yes. Uh, Al Roker was on there. And then this is when uh, Fred or Will Smith was like, "Oh, I had this teacher. I thought I'm so mad that I'm like, like that's the, why they had the screen pulled up. I'm so mad it wasn't somebody. Like it's like the teacher wasn't somebody. I was so mad that it's just a regular person. Yeah, like just a character actress. I'm like, oh, you could have put somebody in. Play, there. pay attention, class. I, okay, so here it goes. I'll play a little game with you. So we'll play. We'll play eras. And I'm gonna play eras, right? Okay. For the role of the teacher, we're gonna say who would have played it in 2000 and who would have played it in the aughts. Okay. I argue this in the 2000s, his teacher would have been played because they didn't mind making fun of this RuPaul. Oh yeah. Nowadays that would not happen. I think now it'd have been whatever whoever's the weirdest TikTok celebrity. I could see that. Like, whoever's like 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 not like like they're weird on purpose. Right, right. They're not a good looking person. They're their that's their stick. That's their stick. That's what would have been his teacher. Okay. I can understand that. So you agree with both those picks? I do. That's they're interesting, but I actually do do agree with it. Um so um, so he gets he gets the uh, the last suit he'll ever wear as they're deleting his 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 existence. Can you imagine putting your uh, fingerprints into that ball to burn them off? My argument that sucks. But I, I, I always thought they missed an opportunity having a few of those there in Universal at the ride at, at Universal Studios. I never was on the ride. Man, my God! I, I was not from here, Bruh, but come on, man! I mean, it's right there. Just go. Is I know it, you've been to Universal. Is it still? Times. Is it still yeah. around? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I, we go during Halloween Horror Nights. Bro, there's probably no line. You can just ride it. Okay, we'll check that out when we I'm go to Halloween Horror. So you don't go to Halloween Horror Nights, bro. I'm, I'm the opposite. I went so much as a kid. I don't want to go anymore. Well, that's weird. So, I mean, but I, in my defense, I'm pretty sure there's things in your hometown that you're like, I'm out. 
No, but you're from here, so I'm I like, you, like, I like, wasn't from here. It was like, oh, I sure can't wait till I'm old enough to go for somebody to take me because my mom's not gonna take me to that. Right. Like, not not because she didn't like scares up, just because she's like, I'm not gonna walk around a theme park if I don't have to more than she already did. Um, so I finally got to go. I got my like around 12, 13 friends would go. Bit older siblings would take us. Yeah, and like yeah, that. yeah. Okay, it was scary sitting in line, whatever. Then you get to be an adult. You're in like 18, 19. Okay, it's fun to go. I can take my, I can go right. bring a girl, try cop a field, whatever. <laughs> you know, oh man, you want this alcoholic blood bag? How much? 26 bucks. Nigga, eat a dick. Here uh, you go. Will uh, I be cash or charge? I'm saying, um, and then, but then by the time you get to like your mental, okay, how much is the ticket? How long are these lines? No, no absolutely. Right. So I mean, so that's my argument. I'm the so I will. Like you you to live here, you'd have been singing. I'll tell you when I first got here, I didn't even know about it, and what? then I heard I heard about it, and I was like, "What is this Halloween Horror Nights thing?" And then Sammy and I went, and I was like hooked from then. I Michael Myers was there. It then was I, then, the greatest. Then I'm sorry because it originated over there, and I apologize that you did not get to go. And I was just like, "This is so cool that I." Other than COVID, I've been tried to go this whole time. Um, so you've gone like every year since you've been here, since you've known about it. Yes. Uh, I mean, but we only go one time. You don't buy this, I'm glad you don't buy the freaking food pass. I we should, we should. But this year we've been so busy with like Spooky Empire and all these other conventions that we're trying to do that we haven't been able to go. Next weekend we're talking about going on the 26th. Well, Thursday. I'll have to cram in right before you go off to do Spookala. Spooky Empire. And that's okay. literally the next day. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it was. Uh, no, I forgot where we started. So I wanted to make a point to you. You said you're a, you were a, a TV guy back in the day. Well, let me tell you, you're still a TV guy. The reason why movies were so important to me was my dad would bring me to a movie every weekend. Mm. And so we, I would see the newest movie, even if it was R rated, he would bring me every, every Friday or Saturday. That was our bonding experience going to movies. And that's why I was like, Oh, I really want to do this. Like I started producing, I started writing and then my dad would always bring me to movies on the weekends. And I was like, this is what I want to do. I was at, I, so I, I had a very similar experience, except it was just with my mom and my mom would like always have a TV on in the house. We'd always watch TV, watch sh shows together. So like TGIF, we're watching TGIF together and stuff like that. And, and then she would always fall asleep with the TV on. Right. And I had a TV in my room too, but sometimes she'd have something on. Obviously I'm not watching cause I'm watching like Nickelodeon at 11 o'clock at night, but she's right. like knocked out with whatever she has on. Nothing crazy, but just right. everything that I wouldn't have been, uh, that I wouldn't have seen if it was just me. Right. And then what really got me into TV was, uh, when I go to visit my grandmother in New York, and um, like she was older, so her like the living room had like her bed in it. Okay. So the TV be on, and she wouldn't cut the TV off. So okay. Like, oh no, I'm trying to get to sleep, which is probably why I sleep with the TV off now. Yeah. Sleeping, I'm like I can't get to sleep. I guess I'm gonna stay up and watch. Oh, I guess I'm. I, I've seen the entire first season of Ally McBeal. No fucking seven year old kid should watch the first. Ally McBeal is actually a great show. Not when you're seven, but I'm like I watched it. I learned like I feel like I learned these different things and was like how was like I was like exposed to these different that's answers that I feel like like just say the premise out loud and then put that in the term of a seven year old black kid <laughs> that again that's another show that was popping off back then oh, Ally yeah. McBeal I used to watch that with my dad this is when Buffy first started 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer was just popping off at this time. Yeah, so I mean, so certainly I got, and I started watching and noticing patterns, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Why do they do this thing this way? And why is this written? And why are these people like that? And why does, and I started kind of developing what I would essentially learn in film school much later, but just kind of felt like the, the, the track for that train of why. Do you remember the Pinnacle software? It was an editing software. That might have been before my time. So my dad used to treat the CEO of the company, right? He knew I was into production and everything. He literally came to my dad's office and gave me all the free editing what software. You, what year would you say this is? Oh, this is probably 97, 98, maybe 99. Yeah, I'm not. And like, these are like, these discs were like, everyone was like two grand a pop. And he was just like, here you go. He gave me like 10 discs. I dare you to try to edit on that today. I, I doubt, doubt it even <laughs> work. It was like in a Windows 97, like <laughs> uh, PC based. So I just remember that I learned how to edit from Pinnacle. I learned how to edit from, uh, went from uh, Windows Movie Maker. Okay. Just sitting, I was grounded off to the TV out of my room and I, I couldn't do nothing but, but my computer. And luckily enough, I had internet. But this is like internet in like 2002, and uh, and all I could do is download stuff off of Bear Share and Kazaa, and I got bored of watching stuff. I was like, oh, let me mess around with some stuff, and I take clips from this and take clips from that that I could download and kind of put them together and on that and stuff like that. Make my own music videos, my own supercuts and stuff like that. Stuff that like, so that I feel like if I'd have known what it was, I probably could have been on YouTube before YouTube was like the thing. You know, YouTube started out as a dating site. I believe it. And nobody wanted that, so they transformed it. I believe it. I was on there super early, not by my own choice, but we did some projects in films in, in, in a high school and one of the guys was like, oh, I'm going to put this online. I said, I don't know what that means, really. I don't know what that and means. I, like, I don't know where. And he put it, he put it on there and I'll, I'll probably say like, I can't say it, but I, I want to say out before I was like, there's a, there's a, it's not on there anymore. But he did a commercial for, he wrote this sketch for, uh, for, uh, for, was it Ghetto O's or something? It was like a hood cereal. Okay. And I played like the thug. I was the only black kid in class. Okay. Um, and he put it online. It was online forever. I used to show people all the time. He's been long since taking it down. That but sucks. I, but I want to say if there, if there were, 5,000 videos on YouTube. I was in that top 5,000. Like, like We're going like, back when like, when YouTube just started. I want to say this is probably like 2004. Yeah. When it, yeah. Was, when it was just, when it was just random people posting stuff and yeah. then maybe a clip from SNL every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so let's get back uh, to the movie. Let's get back to the movie. We're digressing. Um, so, um, moving along, we're looking for the we're looking for the uh, we're looking we're looking for the universe. Yes, the galaxy. The the galaxy. I was like the galaxy. Yeah. Like, yes. So, um, you know, um, we're not. Um, so I think we're at right now in the movie. We've gotten to. Have we met the doctor lady again yet? So we. I think we're just getting to the doctor, because. Last week, y'all were the, Oh no, no, he, they don't. This is this is the car. This is the car when when she gives birth. Oh yes, when he's like, so, all you do is have to catch. So this is classic comedy, um, mundane conversation in the foreground, hilarious insuation in the background. Um, I wish I knew if that lady was human or alien. 
clearly she had to be alien. You don't know that. So you think she just impregnated him with her? With How do you think the baby grew? There are... First of all, she has a womb. She yes, a but... Secondly... Hundreds upon hundreds of sci-fi movies have incorporated this idea. You never see anything that says otherwise. She could be either way. We don't even know what he looks like, so the baby we did see could just be a hybrid of both of them. Obviously, he had to have a thingaling because to not say he didn't have a thingaling. I'm just saying like, like, like you assume that that baby is what he and she look like. Yeah, but you don't know if he looks he looks like something like a squid thing. Yeah, and she's just, a human, and that thing's a hybrid. You don't know. What if he's just wearing a suit? And he, you know, you know, he probably is wearing a suit. Let's that not he's argue. just like, but if my, he took the suit but, off, he'd be but, a giant but, squid. But my argument is that she might be human, which is right, why, yeah, which is why it looks slightly humanoid. So let me ask you. So now we're gonna go down in the rabbit oh, hole. Jesus, do you think there's people out there like that? What do you mean? Like there's humanoids running around? No, well, first you got to ask me, Marvin, do you believe in aliens? So do you believe in aliens? I don't know. You cannot say that, of, say that. all of out of the whole galaxy, we, there's only one thing populated with Earth or life. My argument with this is this, all right? There are certain things that only happen once. Okay. In, 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 like in, in, in reality, a thing that only happened once. There are certain things. Okay. To argue that that couldn't be put also towards life happening. It's not a God thing, not a religious thing. This is just, right, right. This is specifically just the one time in history somebody's put the vinegar in the volcano. It's possible. No, absolutely. Um, my issue is that because this has been... It's, okay, it's the exact quote. The exact quote that, that Kay gives, which is the whole, um, you know, 1,500 years ago... We swore that the sun revolved around the earth. Uh, you know, 500 years ago, we were sure that the earth was flat. And just five minutes ago, you thought that humans were alone in the universe. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. That, that sums it up. My, my argument is this, is that, is that because we've, and this is not, not being weird, but I don't know a better term to say. Since we've fetishized aliens so much, Okay. At this point, the waters are so muddy, it's hard to know what could be real and what is just these aliens that we've heard our entire lives. So why don't they have contact with us? Oh, because they're smarter than us. Well, in what way? Because intelligence, as we know, is not a linear thing. Somebody can be, you know, good at math. Somebody can be good at feelings. Somebody can be good at sports. It's all different types of intelligence. What if they are communicating with us, but not out in the open? The argument is that is that is a situation where they're not speaking loud enough. Or, or what if or, they're talking or, to like or, our or, leaders, or, or and they're just not talking to the general public? They only made themselves known to a or, simple few or, people. And then when you say alien, do you mean outer space alien? Or do you mean like depths of the sea that we've never discovered alien? Do you mean the earth is flat and a part of we haven't seen alien? We don't know. Or maybe we're talking about the ice wall and outside the ice wall, there's more more land out there. So who knows? So my, so my thing is that. It's possible. It's possible. I, I'm not saying no, because I don't want to be that guy who says no, and on the way home, we get first contact, and you're like, oh, look at this stupid guy on the podcast. Somebody just, thing. the spaceship just landed in the White House. All I get is like, the phone, first I get a phone call from my mom saying, what the fuck's going on? Second phone call I get from Robert going, I told you, you, so. you feel dumb as shit, don't you? <laughs> I told you so. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, I 
that, and I think I told you this, I said, I said the best premise for a movie, and I'm known why nobody's ever used this tagline before, and if I put it out there, I hope I get to use it one day if I make this movie. There's only two scenarios, and both of them are scary as shit. Either we are alone in the universe, or we're not. Oh, I don't think we're not. I don't know. I think we have too much. I think our technolo- technology has advanced way too quickly. That could just be a thing. I mean, we're smart, but we're, but, but, we're not that smart. But, but I mean, I think it is because there's, there's footholds. So like, like, for example, when you invent the wheel, well, when you invent the wheel, it is a chain reaction for so many different things. When fire is discovered, it's a chain reaction to so many different things. When you unlock... I don't know, put it like in a video game, in an RPG, if you unlock my right hand, then all of a sudden, everything I can do with my right hand is now a possibility. True. It doesn't necessarily have to be that, like, we're dumb, and an alien came down and said, oh, here's microwave technology. It's like, we discovered something that made us be able to discover the next No, I agree with that. So, I I don't want to say it's because, oh, well, you know, we, we it's, it's progressed so fast. It progressed so fast because our computing power and the tools we use to discover information has progressed so fast. I, 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 my, the goal is always to be, and the hope is, I always want to be the humans in Avatar. I don't want to be the Navi. True. I hope, True. I hope that if there are aliens out there, we are the dominant species. Okay. Um, the only positive. We don't want an Independence Day scenario. But my argument is this. I, here's my argument now. Do you think as much as racism and bigotry and everything else, nationalism, everything is so ingrained into us as human beings, this is not an American thing. Right. This is this just is, this is a yes. global thing. Yeah. Do you believe that I, I do believe 100 percent that as earthlings, we can put aside our petty squabbles to fight a bigger evil? But I don't believe that once that evil is let's say destroyed things would be better afterwards I think like okay we're done shake hands and go back to exactly how they were I agree with that I think because at that time we would all come together and then after it's done and, oh I'm still hating you or- and, and, my, and my, my biggest example of this is, is, is the civil war where they had, they had um, union soldiers and confederate soldiers and both those sides had both you know, uh, African people and people people of color and white people, and they fought the war. And the side that won won. And afterwards, they still called them niggas. So that's true. I, so so I don't even think it even. I'm just my whole thing is this. I hope we're the dominant species, but I'm 100 percent comfortable believing that if there is, if the world, if the Earth isn't flat, and and it's only us on this planet, that there is nothing else out there, and we may just be an anomaly. We may just be just lucky enough to have that right combination of sun and stardust. Okay. Wow, I have so many questions, but this is the wrong podcast. This is the podcast. We're talking about aliens. Let, let me, so what do you think happens to you like when you die? Nothing. You think we just... Nothing. Nothing? Where that's it? One and, one and done. It's the credits roll and that's it. Are you, are you nervous of dying? Of being dead or the act of dying? Like, 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 gun to my head. Am I scared of the bullet or am I scared of the darkness afterwards? I think I'm afraid of the darkness afterwards. I'm scared of how I will die. I'm super scared of how I will die. But as far as like once it happens, 
No, I'm okay. 90% of us are going to die a violent death. You know that. I think it's the other way around. I think 80% of us just die of old age. You end up choking on a Dorito when you're 80. I don't think a lot of people die from violence. Do you know how many people will be locked up or how much more mass stuff there'd be going on if 80% of us died from a violent death? Well, I mean, I'm, violence could be like a car accident, a heart attack, something like that. Okay, okay. I, so, okay, so I, I'll buy on that. I thought you meant like violence. I'm not like saying some, somebody's like, going to put a gun to oh, your head. Like, oh, man, I'm sick of this stab. Okay. Mm. Some of us I, are. I don't think 80%. I don't think that at all. Then there'd be so many less hospitals. I don't think that's the truth. I think a lot. I think I think it's way more uh, old age and disease and just health issues. I think you're more likely to die of 40 from uh, high, high blood pressure than you are of a car accident. Okay. But to answer your question, I'm way more scared of how I go than what happens once the lights are out. I feel like. Because the dying process is going to be quick. You would assume so. You, you hope so. You don't want to be that guy that's like on the support. Yeah, yeah. I de- definitely do not want to be on life but, support. But I said, I said this, like, after I'm dead, once, whatever you believe, whatever, when I leave this mortal coil, whether I become worm food or there's a higher power, whatever there is in between, there's nothing I can do about it. So there's no point in being worried about it. As that far is as, true. As far as once the pain is over, there's nothing... <clears throat> Whatever it is, there's nothing I can do about it. So there's no point in worrying about it. No, that's true. That's just how I say. How do you feel? I, I definitely don't think this is a one and done thing scenario. I definitely think there is other things because I, I was raised to believe we're spiritual beings having a physical experience. And so that leads me to believe that after this realm is done, there's something that more going on i don't know if that's reincarnation i don't know if that's other things but i don't think it's a one and done ordeal so i mean you have to let's talk about this for a second like kids that come back and say oh i had a past life and i remember who i was and how i died and everything like that if we were what about the uh, white boy luke was pamela robinson was a black girl and you go back in history and she says i jumped off this building i was a black woman and the reason why i did this is because the building was on fire well if we were one and done where does that fit in so i and this is not once again i'm not combative. no 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 i'm just letting you know like my argument to you is this did you not look me in the face and tell me that you had met a lady who said i'm a cat so there are other people out there that says, you that know, these people are part of the same species of people. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying this. Somebody here is wrong. No, I agree. I think the, one of those two people are wrong. I think being a cat. I don't know. So I don't know. So my argument is like, like so uh, here's. OK, so <laughs> we're going to just get way into the rabbit hole like whoever and like, let's say there is a reincarnation cycle. Mm -hmm. The people that do that, they're just gonna put your soul or your presence into whatever is available. So when you come back down, when you go into the light, they could put you in a dog. So then my argument is this, is that, okay, so so right now, whether you consider it a- I really don't want to become a dog or a cat. I think that's trending. I think that's trending down. I don't know, man. Living your entire life, not having the existential crisis of knowing that one day you'll die. Oh, that's got to be great. Well, you see those dog videos about Lucky the dog, and the owner was like, 
put out things on the on on the floor that could say out words and he was like dog why dog why and he literally would look at himself in the mirror and be like why why a dog uh, i mean those kind of things but you that, have, that doesn't be a different soul and then that could just be a dog somehow having the one time only existential crisis we don't know you're you said, absolutely cause, right because you don't know you don't know specifically that you that you have had a previous life and you ask why am i human from time to time don't you I wonder what and then, and then that same thing the big then, then, secret then, is then the argument is this then if you do believe in aliens and you do believe in reincarnation isn't there just as much possibility you come back as a, a dude from Venus than you do come back as a dog essentially if it's all upon the same plane of existence you're, you're not wrong so you're I not mean, wrong so I mean I don't know I, like I said I, I don't know there's so many different religions the fact that the fact that it's way that I, people cannot agree on, but this thing that we all we all know we die. Every yes. religion is like. But, every, so no, why like, don't we 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 why don't people talk about dying? Because nobody will ever know. Is that why nobody has a class on it? Like what happens you or no nobody because because you could write a text you could say one plus one equals one and these two colors make this. There's certain hard facts you can do. All right. No. And that's why you can only t- you can teach theology. You can say we think this is what happens from the text that we've gotten from previous times. This what, what about people? Happens. What about people for like uh, near death experiences? There's no proof of that. There's no proof that argues that you had a near death experience or those are synapses firing in your brain incorrectly because you were drowning. I, I've heard it both ways. I hear it could be just people or your brain firing, and these are the last memories. Because I've had I've, I've, not near death, but like saying, "Well, like okay, I don't know about you, but like you ever been like on the couch." about to knock out have a good ass nap but you're having like thoughts that like 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 you're like you know you're falling asleep but you're having these other thoughts right and stuff like that or or like the whole thing where you you're you're about to take a flight and the entire night all you're having is dreams and thoughts about missing this flight right it could just be that no true absolutely argument is that is that because there's no way of knowing and because there's only one way to get there and there's no return ticket It'll it'll never be solved. Everybody who knows it will never be able to tell it. No, I agree. I um, agree. And so I go. I'm the what keeps me sane is going. Look, once it happens, there's nothing I can do about it. Whether whether like I said, whether I'm buried in the ground and that's the end of Marvin, or if there's a a, 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 a giant a, spaceship in the sky, there's a, a sacred geometry to all this, and there's a guy with uh with a uh, interstellar calculator going. Well, you're a caterpillar now, and that's what I am. That's what I, I, I am. Have, I have no control over it whatsoever. No, I agree. So there's no point in worrying about that. No point in fearing that. Oh, I agree with you 100. percent I fearing the unknown. Why do it? Anyway, so back to the movie. Back to the yeah. movie. So See, you get a uh, lot, of, a lot on the partner complex. Yeah. All right, so um, uh, I love how. <laughs> this is funny. Let's go back to what we were saying before. Um, I love how Jay is. I'm like K. I apologize. K is stalking his former girlfriend or wife or whatever she was uh, through the Windows 95 Paint program. You're right. I was like, what the fuck is he using? Right. It seemed old for 1997. No, I would agree with that. Like I would that, agree that, with that, that. Program and stuff. It seemed old for 1997. Um. Uh. We uh. We get to meet the dignitaries. Who um, who are talking about the galaxy? Yeah, um, they order pierogies, which yeah. acts, which which gives a lot of questions of how are they going to eat it when they're just 
people in bodies. True. Uh, so yeah. Um, um, Edgar is a menace in all of this because he is just wrecking shop on everybody. Um, him poking those guys in the neck was horrifying. He did it in the broad day, like boop, boop. Yeah. And you see the hole in this. Yeah. Know, this is, once again, back to this. Why is eight-year-old Marvin watching this movie on a loop? That's pretty, that's pretty true. Um, so um, they get taken out. They get to the morgue. Um, they come with the fake names. It's always Mr. Black or Mr. White. Yeah, right. Uh, he's like, what? He's always looking at him, giving that look. That's a little subtle comedy thing. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, they talk to the girl. She's, she, she seems she's with it. She's like, she's like, she's down for the rhythm, you know. Um, what was I getting to? And then uh, they open up the head. Which I thought was super cool. Still look good to this. Yeah, day. yeah. I, I got. You remember the action figures they made of that guy? I'm saying I gotta assume those were practical effects. Oh yeah. Um. I and I gotta believe that that somebody was like, "Oh man, let's do like what we did in Independence Day, but much smaller." That would be cool. I mean, that's what they did. Yeah, yeah, alien, absolutely. Alien, alien opened up. Yeah. Same thing, kind of yeah. concept. Um, I hated how long it took this little mini alien to die to talk. Yeah, and no, then I he's agree. Still dying. He's like, he's like, ball, belt. He's like, Orion's belt. You could, nigga, you could have said yes. You could have said yeah. Um, yeah, no, I got you. Um, I do love. I didn't remember that there was a doomsday clock on this thing. You didn't remember that? But it's been a long time. But it's K's like. There's always a doomsday clock. There's always a. Arcadian battleship just <laughs> gonna destroy this planet. It's just the way the things roll. Um, so um, I did I did like that. Um another Marvel reference in this. Okay. And this is this is just funny. I wish he didn't die, because then I'd be like, oh, it's the same guy. So um in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. When uh Thanos is fighting with them on nowhere in the collector's little collector room. Okay. Um, do you know the show Arrested Development? Yeah. You know the guy who's blue? Uh-huh. Played by David Cross. Yeah. He He's is a never both, nude. Yeah. He is both in that sequence, in one of the collector's boxes, and is the guy running the 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 door at the morgue who gets who gets spit into the ceiling. No, you're right. That's true. That I did not put that together. So that those are that both David Cross, another just Marvel situation. I do like Rusted Development. That's one of Sammy's favorite show. She actually got me into it. So I thought that was kind of funny. Another just little reference to Marvel. That yeah, they, that, they, that they didn't I, know they were making at the time. I'm surprised this has so many Marvel comments or references. Um, so in my mind, my canon in my brain is he didn't die from that. And he said, I'm out of here and got on a spaceship and then ended up in nowhere and got collected by the collector. Okay. In my head cannon. Okay. He's probably just fucking dead. So. Okay. Um, now I'm cussing a lot because I want Sammy to hear this. Okay. Um, so um, they talk to the, they talk to, they talk to the, the doctor, you know, and then they, they, they fricassee her brain with the neuralizer. They have the little thing where like, hey, stop giving her that. The best line of the movie to me still also might be the whole like, Look, man, she's a doctor. She'll need you. She'll need you. Freaking ner- she'll, she'll, need you, brain. she'll need you uh, neuralizing three years of her med school training. Yeah. And I was like, that's good stuff. Um, a happy memory. A happy memory. They got like, oh, I guess. Okay. Um, so they they can't figure it out. 
They, but he discovers the bug. The bug wrecks shop in the jewelry store. Oh, yeah. Um, I wish they showed the guy getting shot. Oh, you don't want to show a guy getting shot? You've seen him show everything else, but now you, not the guy gets shot with a shotgun off screen. True. I, looking back at it, I will let you know this is violent. I didn't realize it when I was growing up and watching this movie, but it is a violent movie. Super violent. Um, I wish there was a moment where you saw, did he park near a fire hydrant or something? Would he parked in a red zone? Yeah, that's when he was getting towed. But what, like, what happened? What, like he parked in a red zone, he had a ship in there, and they so, got- Are you sure it's a red zone? Yeah. Or, or fire, a fire hydrant or something. I think it's either a red zone or a fire hydrant. I think, I think because I'm like, oh, well, nothing's gonna, like, because meds, I'm like, nothing's gonna happen to his truck. I didn't think about looking and I wish I had noticed that. No, I think he parked next to either red zone or fire hydrant and that's why he was getting towed. Cause I think if, if they showed it more distinctly, I think I, it had gotten a bigger laugh out of me. Cause like, I think it'd be funny to see him park by a hydrant and me go, hey man, you can't park near a hydrant. And then when his car gets linked up, I'd be like, ah, no, and no, me, absolutely. I was, like, I was like, yo man, did, I was, like, I was like, oh man, did, did Edgar not pay his, did not, did not pay his, his, his auto loan? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> that's not even Edgar's truck. That's a company truck. Why the fuck is it getting towed? Yeah, I think he parked by Hydrant or Red Zone. All right, so that's fair. And then, um, so, so he gets blown away after smashing the whole thing, looking at the picture of that guy with his cat, which was super creepy. I wish they'd have went into detail about why those aliens love cats so much. Maybe they eat them. That took a turn. Dark, but that's out. That's fine. Um, so, so uh, they bust in. They see everything going on. It. They they see. They go. Oh man. They don't. But they don't notice the picture for some weird reason. Dun dun dun. That surprise. Uh, they uh, that reveal to the audience. Uh, Jay busts out the noisy cricket. He's mad about it. But then he shoots it, and it just sends him up way line. back. Now my argument is that he did it, and then did it two more times. And I'm like, why do you keep doing it? Boom! Now I feel a hundred percent. Unless that suit is made of some kind of wildfire, which I have to watch the TV show again to see. Him shooting that gun and then landing at the top edge of a windshield would have, uh, I don't know, severed his spine. That would have literally fucked him up. Because if he landed in the middle of the windshield, okay. But he landed like, like on the edge of the yeah, top, yeah. messed you up. I'm assuming they have something in their suits to I got a magic, I make like, sure they're okay. Because I feel like even if you stood on the hood and slipped and landed ass first that way, you'd be pretty hurt. So imagine being lifted up off of your feet by force and then landing and being thrown into it. Right, right. But it's a movie, so I'll take it for what it is. I'm assuming the suits are have some kind of technology that protects them. I assume. So um, we are dealing with aliens now. Uh, people are ridiculous. I feel like, uh, but maybe it's me. Let, ask me what you would do. This is this is me and you, right? Okay. Um, you've seen a guy run off with a truck. Guys are shooting at him in black suits. They obviously have weapons that are of not of this world. You look into the green truck and you see what it essentially is what the, the textbook definition of a flying saucer. Are you running to touch that flying saucer? Hell yeah, I am. You are I'm, ridiculous. I'm like, I'm taking pictures with my phone. No, I'm no, like- No, this is 97, you don't have a picture uh, phone. You're right. I'm, I'm damn near trying to touch that thing. You are insane. I'm just like- Oh my goodness, there's a flying saucer. And clear these, clearly guns, regular guns don't do what from, these guns are doing. what I safely, safely assume, everybody who touched that thing got cancer. I have to believe. From what I hear about <laughs> radiation in space 
and how the freaking Fantastic Four got their powers and why. Well, maybe they turned into another Marvel superhero. Maybe. I would love for them to retcon somebody's thing and be like, oh, it's Wonder Man. How'd you get your power? It just shows a shot from 1997's Men in Black. I, I touched the spaceship. My dad came home and then made food afterwards. I washed his hands and now I can fly. Like, I fucking, I would love it. That That's great. But, but yeah, you're insane. I'm definitely trying to be like, was, is that real? What is that? Is that a prop or but something? Like, like five or six people trying to get it out of the truck. Yeah, and Jay's like, oh. But, but him argument is this: is this? They don't even see him leave it because it's not like like the truck is left. Yeah, and they go. Yeah, that means that they, that some people were out there didn't even know that that truck had anything to do with what was going on, and they were right. still like, hey, what's that? I'm gonna take it. Well, New it's New York. New York is another country, but it's wild. Like it's wild as shit. They're like, I'm, I'm stealing this. I'm, I'm glad, jacking this. I'm glad it was like preppy white people know that we're doing it, which was made it even more hilarious. They're just like, let's wheel this out. But like, I Jay was like trying to come up with a scenario. Yeah, and he's just like the containment crew is here so I'm assuming they neuralized all those I'm, mo- I'm mad they didn't show a giant flash I, want, I was like oh they're gonna do a giant flash on the screen I thought they were like oh everybody look right here if you all can look right here I, thought, like, I saw the big thing I'm like oh it's gonna be a like boom but boom. They, they cut the scene do you the remember the neuralizer toys yeah I loved it do you have one no I think I they I had one 30 years ago no I don't have one I think that it started out at Burger King. Burger King released it as a toy, and then another company actually made it a better toy. And then they released it again for this, so I don't know how you missed it. I did not I did not know that. I didn't know they released it for the cartoon. But uh but I mean but it was great. Um just let's skip ahead a little bit. Uh so uh they they get to the they get back to the morgue again. David Cross dies. Yeah. Um they're in there. The sexual stuff goes on that you say sexual, but it wasn't sexual at all. Oh, we got all time for that. I really got <laughs> something to show you. Uh, I got something right here. Whoa, whoa why are you being so fast now? We have, um, And then Will Smith is like, oh, we have time for all that, girl. We got time for all that. So hold that. I, uh, okay, so she's in this show. Uh-huh. Blonde. I don't know why they made her blonde, but they, she kept the exact same voice. Like, like whoever's doing the voice is matching that, like, dead tone vocal mm-hmm. fly and I was like that's a really weird choice but okay and then Zed is next to her but they but they died but they made his hair gray in this like white okay but everybody else is still in everybody's the same okay um but anyway so um uh fight ensues he grabs the cat and gets the thing is on his way driving with her you know got her like this is where she he takes the girl yeah um drives and then jay tries to run on foot to catch them right and runs into a whole bunch of of uh of taxis and points what i safely assume probably one of the most powerful guns on the planet at some random guy in a cab okay that was super scary. Yes, yes. Do you know when they're when they're like oh, trying to figure out where they're going because the bug is looking for a, a craft to get off the planet? And then uh, Jay's like, "Hey, old guys." Yeah, that was good. That was good. When he yells at uh about the spaceships and those those things still work. They, like, have, those, they have those. They have those things at Universal. Universal. I knew that. I knew that. So how did you see that? Nothing. Well, I remember that from the movie. And you're like, oh, that's cool that they have that from the movie. You thought it was just that prop, that was it. Yeah, I mean... You didn't notice a giant Men in Black building right behind it. 
I did see the Men in Black building, but I didn't realize that it was there was the ride. We only really were going there for we went there for Hogwarts to see the castle, like the Harry Potter experience, Nerds. and then we we go there for uh, ha- si- Halloween Horror Night. Just- yeah, Sammy's friends were in town. So you want? Did you go? Yeah, to we went. Yeah, Hogwarts and Diagon Alley, and then starting from there, we've had an annual pass now. So, but yeah, like uh, when they're flying, when the car, when they're in the tunnel and they're trying to go to the okay, the spaceship. Question: Did he mention that red button anywhere earlier in the movie? Yes, he was like, "Don't push the red button." When was this? In the beginning, when he first got in, and he was like, "We're all the all the." Talking about the car, and he's like, "We're driving a Ford POS." Yeah, and then he's I, I, like, "See I, the red button, don't touch the red button." You know, joke is, I didn't get that joke as a kid. It took me to now to get it, like, like because I didn't understand that as a kid. I was like, "Oh, POS, okay, it must just be a really crappy car." I didn't, but I thought it meant like that was like a name of of a type of car. And now I'm older, I'm like, "Oh, he's at a Ford piece of joke." I get it. Okay. No, I gotcha. And then he was like, "See the red button," but like when he's dancing to Elvis he's like you know Elvis is dead right he was like no we just went home you think that's a possibility Elvis was an alien and they just went home I mean it would explain the racism but I don't think he's I don't think Elvis I don't think Elvis was an alien okay why would you leave maybe he just got tired or maybe somebody was like oh it's time for you to go if he's an alien what if they only have so much time they could be on this planet and then they have to go home Nah, it's probably just a little white dude, I safely assume. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, okay, so okay, this is a question. So what what person, what prominent person and or celebrity would break your heart if you found out they were an alien? I don't think anybody would break my heart. I don't know, man. I but think, it'd be, I think, I think it like, would be like I knew it. Or I, that'd I, be super interesting. I, I think if they said like and he I'm not even saying he's my favorite athlete, but I was like, if they said like, yo man. Michael Jordan, alien. I'd be like, oh, but he flew so high. I'd be so sad. I'd be so sad. Uh, well, there is video. I wear. I watch a lot of weird stuff that, like, when he's dunking and what that his arm grew. Yeah, Space Jam. Not in Space Jam. Like this is in the real game or real game. I'll have to send you that clip. But it's like his arm extended. But that would. That would break my heart. Like, Chris Brown says he's a, he says he's an alien. Fuck yes, Chris Brown says. Man, he went on Big Boy's radio show and he was like, "Oh, I'm an alien." Like, like swear hundred percent, like up and down, he's an alien. Yeah, but the reason why I ask you these questions is you you've heard that thing is uh, they sometimes put the truth in movies. Mm-hmm. What if this? is a real thing and we we just think it's a comedy that there is an organization out there that really deals with this and well, well, don't get me wrong i i'm fully aware that there is an organization that deals with extraterrestrial life if there is any do i believe that people are getting paid just in case 100 percent. obviously tax dollars are just getting fucking wasted um but but now the question is not so much that do i believe that there's a, that there's an entity Yes. Do I believe that there are aliens? I don't know about that. But do I believe that there's somebody sitting around somewhere in a get, think tank getting just paid to have this exact same conversation? We're Absolutely. Having? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Paid handsomely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, eh, but then you can't say it because there's some movies that are made that obviously have zero truth to them. So it's hard to say. No, I agree. 
I agree. So, um, well, so, so overall, what did you think of the movie? Well, we got we to get to the big set piece. Okay. So to get to Queens, a lot of, lot of New York references in here. A lot of, lot of, if you know, you know, references in this movie, in which I'm like, oh, finally, I get to be in on the joke. Because as a kid, I was never in on any of the L.A. stuff because I'd never been there. Right. So it was a lot of like, oh, La Brea? He going to La Brea? And I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? Like when I was a kid. Uh-huh. But, but New York, I, kinda, I got the humor from that. So, um, so they, they, they're chasing down, they get down there to Queens where the World's Fair was, was the best joke ever where he's like, where he's like, uh, what did he say? He said, he said, oh yeah, so then the World's Fair. Yeah, why did we have it in Queens? Because the ships landed there. Yeah. Um, uh, so, which really means that Tommy Lee Jones' character is from New York. Even though he has the thickest accent in the world. Well, this movie was primarily shot in New York. There were some shot scenes but, shot but, in LA. But. but but my argument is that then but he's he's the kid who's just driving on the road. Yeah, right, right. So he's from New York because they landed in Queens, so he has to be somewhere in the general vicinity. Right. He does not have a New York accent. He has a super thick friggin' you know, I'm like, oh, Texan accent or whatever it is. Whatever he is. It definitely ain't it definitely ain't from Jay Z, so it's what No, I'm a big fan of Tommy Lee Jones, though. No, he was great in the, the Fugitive and another Fugitive. He has a new TV show coming out with uh, Jamie Foxx on Amazon. Check that one out when I get a chance. I'm um, surprised he's still acting. I, don't, I mean, they're going to pay you to do it. Um, so um, they get to the, the saucers. Um, they pull the guns out. Edgar eats the guns. And he's like, I'm going to get my gun back. And, I like that gun. And I felt like that was strictly just them going like, hey, man, we're running a little behind. Let's let's kind of let's kind of hurry up and get Tommy out of here. So they shot the ending sequence first and then shot all the Will Smith and CGI stuff after they had already wrapped on Tommy Lee Jones. I could see that. Or they shot that stuff first before Tommy got there. I believe 100 percent. Oh, yeah. Um, Cause you didn't really see him in the gut, like you see like a guy moving around, All right? But you don't get like a close up of like Tommy Lee Jones's face, right? Right. Um. So you know, hey, hey, what are you doing? Throws a rock, gets kicked, finds the the, the most muddiest, cruddiest looking dumpster, kicks it in. Surprised enough, he didn't just smash his foot on that. I know, right? All the cockroaches come, steps on him. I'm like, they set that up from the beginning, but that was good. Yes. Um, all the smashing of the bugs throughout the whole thing. This must be auntie. <laughs> and that must be uncle. Well, don't start nothing. There won't be nothing. And then, you know, rah, boom, blows up. Uh, bugs still alive. The other agent blow. I mean, the other lady yeah. blows the rest of it up. They have the discussion about, like, how wild this stuff is and everything. And then right at the end, you know, uh, Kay's like, hey, man, you ever look at the stars and stuff like that? And, you know, I'll see, I'll see you around. Uh, no, you won't. No, you won't. I'm so mad that they retconned the next, like, 45 seconds. He, like, mm. Jay doesn't have those glasses. He doesn't have that suit. Um, you never see that other agent ever again. Mm-hmm. The next movie kind of starts off right before that scene happens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's whack. Yeah. So what did you think of the movie? Um, I liked it. Um, I was never bored. Yeah, it was never, and, never lagged. And, and it wasn't even like a nostalgia now, but it was like, oh, this is like stuff keeps constantly happening. Right. And, and even if they're not fighting something, there's world building occurring. Right. Um, it was a good use of $90 million. I'm saying um, loved, loved the music video. Like I'll tell you, I learned 
I, when I tell you, I if this is a good thing there wasn't like YouTube or nothing, because like I used to watch that video every time it came on MTV anywhere it came on, I was like, oh, I gotta watch, I gotta watch, I gotta watch, I gotta watch it. That was a good movie. I still yeah. know all the words till this day, and I had not seen that video in twenty years. No, I agree with that. Um, I used to audition with that video for what? <laughs> for like musicals in high school. I was like, I'm gonna just gonna do the Will Smith thing and just yep, bopping, bopping. I there were several plays in high school where I'd audition with the Will Smith. Here come the Men in Black song. So I thought that was funny. Um, it was that, but that started me with the whole like, oh man, I sure do love Will Smith. And it was I had the Big Willie style, and yeah, and I had and I had I got this single. And then uh, I even still remember Wild Wild West. Hated that movie. What but- do you think of Will Smith now? Nowadays, do you think his uh, luster has faded? Uh, personal stuff aside, I think the biggest hit was I think the biggest hit to his career. No pun intended. Has to be After Earth, just because they put. The studio put a lot behind that. You know, that was supposed to be like a franchise, franchise, like books, movies, TV shows, and that flopped. But it was it wasn't made to succeed. I never watched it. Okay, I'll break it down for you very, very easily. Um, Will Smith plays a guy who's dead inside and he and he gets taken out quickly in the movie. Okay, so it's Jaden by himself talking to Will Smith via intercom. Okay. And it's basically him just yelling at Jaden to do stuff right and quit being a pussy for two hours. Uh, okay. There was okay world building, but it it, it felt it felt like if like, like if there was gonna be a franchise, this should have been the third movie in that. Like, it'd been great if it been like, okay, we have Will Smith. We'll show his training in the this de-age him like they did in friggin' Gemini Man. Okay. Let's show his training. Let's build how this world happened. Like 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 the the planet was too severely polluted, polluted or, so or whatever. Leave, um, which couldn't have been long because the way they describe it is like the way they described how long they've been, but also that so many people have had contact with it before. The timeline doesn't really match up. It's like there's no way Earth would terraform that fast right um but uh but to say Will, Will Smith goes through the training figures out how to ghost cause ghosting is a thing where like you don't show fear because the aliens they fight smell fear that's how they find you by fear um let's show him figuring out how to do it let's show him getting into a situation where he has to do it let him succeed be the conquering hero and then we want to tell somebody else's story right then in a pseudo reboot or not like everybody, like like a like not reboot, like a continuation of it. We'll bring Will Smith back, and now it's his son, and his son has to learn this lesson. Like it'd have been so much of a better thing if it had been like the third or fourth in that scenario. Why do you think they didn't think like that? Because Will Smith is a father, and as a father, I'll tell you, if I can if I can get my son, well, my daughter in that case, if I can get my kid involved in something, I'm gonna do it. And it's like, well. We should like his thought probably we should start off quick with Jaden so that he can grow with the franchise. Okay. Rather than it be built on my star power and then when I'm not a part of it anymore, it goes downhill. But it just wasn't I don't know, it just I, I felt like this like the pinnacle, like I feel like the like the pinnacle of like both commercial success and wow, Wilson was a really good actor was pursuit of happiness. At the moment Pursuit of Happiness ended, 
He could have done anything in yeah. the world. He could have done a Scorsese movie. Yeah. He could have opened his own studio. He could have done anything he wanted to do. Yeah. And he was good on that until this. And mm-hmm. Seven Pounds. That shit was trash, too. Seven Pounds, okay. I saw that a long time ago. So, I mean... Wolf's Women Aliens is usually, as we've seen before, is usually a, a bankable product. Bankable product. It just something about it. And I think it was because it was just it was just watching Jaden get yelled at by by Will for two hours with a really weird flashback backstory. It didn't make any sense. And world building that was like, hey, you're already in the middle of the world. Figure it out on your own. And I'm like, bro, there's so many questions. Like, I don't understand what's going on. How did you guys figure this out? How did you guys figure out that they can smell this? How did you guys learn how to not do this? Why is there a military system? Why are you and your untrained son who just got kicked out of the academy transporting this dangerous ass animal anywhere near the planet Earth? I'm so confused. No, I got you. There's I got so you. many different things. They're like, oh, it's terrible. Uh, but not this movie. This movie's fantastic. So if you guys have not seen the original Men in Black, definitely check it out. Um, I think everybody's seen it. So, um, wh- how about your scale? Okay, so um, they never talk once they clock out. Best buddies till the end. They're they're never talking when they they clock out. You think that as partners they they wouldn't talk if they clock out? I don't know if Jay. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, they wouldn't. I would argue. Okay, so maybe they're not. Ten, maybe they're not Riggs and Murtaugh. Right, they're hanging around each other all the I, time. But I think I think they're at least a seven or eight because when the chips are down, they look out for each other. Jay was worried about Kay when he got swallowed by the bug. Jay was super sad that Kay wanted to go back to a regular life. Kay was sad for leaving Jay, but he knew he had to do it. It wasn't like a, well, I'm done, it's on you, kid. And then, boop, it was like there was a moment there. So you think they built up a friendship in that short of time where you know, I look at you as a mentor and we could have went bowling every Thursday. I don't know how much they would have hung out, but I think that they, I think they, they would have, they would have been very, they would have been close. I feel like they wouldn't have hung out on the streets, but like when they're at work, they would talk, they'd be like, what's going on and talk about cases and whatnot. I agree with that. I don't, I don't think it's like a, oh, see you later, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like, like, they, like, okay, have you ever had, a, you've had a job where like you have to see a coworker when you're like shopping at Walmart and you know, you're like, oh, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, oh, this person doesn't see me. I just kind of want to get my stuff and get out. Right, right. I don't think it's that. No, I, I, I think, think they're friends. I think they're friends. I don't know, I don't, I don't know what they share. I, th- I, th- I think 100% that if Jay got neuralized or Jay or Kay said, I'm going back to regular life, but I'm not going to be neuralized. He would invite Jay over to Absolutely. his house for dinner. Absolutely, I agree with that. Um, so less let so I say okay. So they're obviously not up to the level of let's be cops because they were friends beforehand, and they're not like Riggs and Murtaugh. Not like Riggs and Murtaugh because that was they they had to become partners. Um. But I think it's right under that. I think there are plenty of other buddy cop movies we'll explore that are way less than this. Yeah. And especially with the sequel where, where you find out that, that they have to bring Jay back. I mean, bring K back. And and then you find out more about... Uh, about His uh, backstory and everything. And you find more about Jay's dad by the third one. Right. I think that if you take all of it into account, it's a whole different ballgame. It becomes even more of a father-son kind of thing down the line. Okay, I could see that. Um, 
What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments what you guys thought about this movie. Do you guys agree with us? Do you guys not? Do you believe aliens are real? Do you not? Do you believe we uh, get reincarnated? We just were all over the place in this episode. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, we'll figure out. We'll let you guys know when we figure out what the next movie is. Yes. Yes. But thank you for tuning in. And we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to The Partner Complex. This has been a production of the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Hosts of the show are Robert Brooksby and Marvin Ellis. The Partner Complex is edited by Samantha Brooksby. And to find out more information about The Partner Complex, please check out their Instagram, at The Partner Complex. This has been a production of Limitless Broadcasting Network.